So today's daf is daf Pezayim, page eighty-seven. And we are on daf Pei Vav Amud Beis. We are up to uh, we a little less than halfway down. We'll call it on daf Pei Vav Amud Beis. We're up to Rav Papa Amar, the fifth wide line daf Pei Vav Amud Beis, and Rav Papa is coming to give an answer. Let's remind ourselves. So yesterday, Rav Abba Barmamal asked the Shaila. And Ishaila was, what if you embarrass somebody in his sleep and then he passes away? What is the halacha? Do you follow the embarrassment, which never happened and therefore there's no responsibility? Or do you follow the ozle? Do you follow the, uh, the fact that you degraded somebody? And even if he's not aware of it, you're going to be responsible. Okay, so that was the Shaila again. Baisha Yashem Yames, you embarrass somebody who's sleeping and he dies. That was the Shaila we're dealing with. Fifth wide line. On Pavel from the base. Zokti Gemara Papa from Papa says Zokti Gemara. If Abraham Mambo is asking Mishum Kisufa the day who is it because of the embarrassment that he's going to have the Bahamaislai never got embarrassed the guy's dead. Idom Mishum Baishus Mishbacha or you know sometimes you embarrass somebody is a very powerful idea. You're not only embarrassing the person you know you're embarrassing everything about the person all their friends their family everything that they're connected to. And uh, people don't live on an island. And therefore, even though he the, the victim himself passed away and he didn't realize anything, you did cause embarrassment. You should be mechoyev. Tashma says the Gemara, come and listen to this. We'll answer. Cherish v'katan, yesh lai baisha. You have a cherish v'katan, somebody doesn't have das. There is embarrassment. Shaita ain't lai baisha. But somebody's a shaita, he doesn't have his mind at all. Doesn't have any mental capacity at all. So ain't lai baisha. There's no embarrassment. You don't need to pay embarrassment. Sigmar, I don't understand. What's a kid being embarrassed about? Like we learned yesterday, the kid doesn't even know what to be embarrassed about. LMI, what are you going to say? If you're going to tell me you pay a kid, is because not only you're embarrassing the child, you're embarrassing the Gansa family. Well, guess what? By a shaita as well, somebody who's. Uh, who doesn't have any mental capacity and you embarrass them even if they don't feel embarrassment, but their their community feels embarrassment, their family feels embarrassment, so why don't you, why aren't you gonna have to pay? Because by Ishaita in the Khabaishas Gidaila Mizu, the family's already embarrassed. Because they, because of what the shaita does by themselves, or the, you know, so th- there's no further embarrassment. This is a fascinating question. I'll tell you why. The fascinating answer, I mean, because you should know when somebody makes fun of a shaita. Powerfully, you said. Do you know who's embarrassed? You know what's embarrassing for? You, the person making fun of the shaita. You're the mashugana. If you make fun of somebody who's, got, who's mentally unstable, the, the, who's it embarrassing for? The family's not embarrassed. You're the lunatic. What's, what's wrong with you? This mashuga. Right? That's the Gemara saying. The Gemara says, shaita in the family already, they know they have a shaita in their family. They know there's, a, there, there's somebody who doesn't have mental capacity. So, so you're the one who's about you. There's no embarrassment here. You're, you're the nebuch. Yeah? Says, okay, fine. But bottom line is, the fact that you make a payment to the katan is a proof that it's embarrassing to the family because the katan himself does the mechap. Amar Papa in the machlulei umechlam. That uh, you, you, there, there are katanim. See, you have a kid who's two years old. The two-year-old kid is uh, going to run around with no clothes on whatsoever. They're happy to go outside to see a fire truck. And they don't even realize they're not wearing clothes when they're two years old. They're not embarrassed of anything. Okay? A six-year-old is embarrassed to not be wearing anything. A 12-year-old is also a cotton if it's a boy, if it's a girl, 11 years old. right? And there, though... 
You could be a cotton and have maturity to understand there is what to be embarrassed about. Sigmar says we could be dealing with a cotton who's at a level of maturity that knows what they're going to be, uh, what they're going to be uh, embarrassed by. Says Gemara, Vatani, we lifted the price. Rebbe, I'm a Rebbe says, Cherish, Yeshlai, Baisha, Shait, Ainle, Baisha, Cherish, as Baisha. So that person has embarrassment, but a Shait doesn't have Baisha's cotton. What about a cotton? Sometimes there is embarrassment, sometimes there's not. So the Gemara is answering. Sometimes there is, uh, sometimes there is uh, embarrassment, and sometimes there is not embarrassment. And so in one case, you're going to have uh, payment. In the other case, there will not be payment. Okay, two dots. I'm about to assume some people are a blind person. My season like Rebuda, Meshus not following Rebuda. Time learned to rise Rebuda. I'm Rebuda says, "The kachay Rebuda paita suma in leibaisha." The time learned to rise suma in leibaisha. Blind person, there's no baishas. There's no embarrassment. Fascinating statement. Fascinating statement. A blind person embarrasses somebody. They're potter. They're potter. Okay. And Rabbi Yehuda would uh, patter up a person who's blind from any, he says, oh, you're blind? You're not high of Malkus, you're not high of Misa, you're not high of all these things. Anything that Bezdim would carry out, a blind person is not responsible. It's my time to Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? Gomar Einecha Einecha Me'in Nizayim. He learns out the word, because you're your eye, your eye for Nizayim. Just like by Eden Zayman, we do not um, uh, give Kashar Zamam. We don't do to him what he tried to do. If we have a blind witness, so too over here, we're not going to do carry out any uh, court punishments on somebody who is blind. This is interesting. He said that a person who's blind is not going to be obligated in Gullus. So if you murder somebody unintentionally, you have to go, you have to run away to in your Mikla. Rebuta would not obligate somebody who was blind to go to in your Mikla. Why? Why? Says the Gemara, the she killed somebody without singing, without seeing this excludes a blind person. Which means, usually you do see, you punk don't see over here. Okay, since you didn't see over here, you're potter. But if you never see, you certainly don't go to Gullus. But Mayor Amir says, no, the rabbis is a summa. It's including the summa. Why? Fakir, just the opposite. What's unintentional killing? You kill somebody, but you didn't directly look at him, you know, point the gun at them. Over here, a summa of mamish is a case of constant unintentional. Constant, unintentional. He, he didn't see. So you should go to Gullus. My time to view the from Yehuda. Omar Lach is going to say to you, Vashir Yavash Yobayar Lach, the Beit person who goes out to the forest to chop wood. Vafi Lutsumi to a blind person, Gosar Khan of Blay Royce. There was as Blay Royce, Lamute, to exclude. Rev Mayor and Rev Mayor, Gosar Khan of Blay Royce, Lamute. It says without seeing to exclude a blind person, because Rachman of Blay Das. And it says somebody who doesn't have any Das, somebody who doesn't know what they are doing, they weren't aware of their killing, Lamute, to exclude, uh, um, to, to exclude as well. Uh, what another uh, another person? So you have one exclusion if you don't see, one exclusion if you don't think. What's this called? This is called two negatives. You have an exclusion after an exclusion, and when you have two negatives, what does that mean? A positive. I ain't got no means you do have, right? I ain't got no cheese means I don't have no cheese, so I have cheese. Right? So the rabbis, and therefore a blind person is going to be included in the chi of Gali. So his professor telling their class, two negatives make a positive, but you'll never find two positives that make a negative. One kid says, yeah, right. Okay. The Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda. 
It's coming to include an intentional murder. That's what he calls intentionally. They don't go to Galos. Okay. And therefore, according to Behuda, it's not a miyot achar miyot. You only have one miyot, one excluding uh, uh, word, which is excluding a blind person. And therefore, a blind person is not going to be chayov, not going to be obligated in Galos. Then Rabbi Yudah said, a blind person does not receive capital punishment. Chavi Mises Bezdin. What about Chavi Mises Bezdin? Two lines from the bottom of the page of base. Here we go. He learns out murder, murder from obligation of Golos. Chavi Malkius. Asir Rosh Rosh. Chavi Mises Bezdin. Okay. Tani We learned in the price similarly. Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says, Suma in my baishas. A summa that embarrass me, that embarrasses somebody else. Ain loy baishas. You don't pay for embarrassment. Top of today's daf. And Rabbi Huda would not obligate a blind person from any halacha in the teire. Okay? What does that mean? What does that mean? What this means is that a blind person can have nothing to do with a bezdin. It doesn't mean he doesn't keep any mitzvahs. It means you can't have, he's, 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 a blind person can't judge on a bezdin. It's not judged. We don't involve a person who's blind, don't do a bezdin. My time in Rabbi Huda, what's the logic? But what's the logic? If there's somebody who's blind, nothing to do. You can't be a judge. We don't judge you. What's going on? Omar Cross says in the Pasuk, They judge between these two people, the murderer and the mishpuche. Since you don't go to Golos, there's no Gaila Dam, there's no Redeemer of the blood. You know what a Gaila Dam is? Let's just point this out. If you kill somebody unintentionally, you have to run to a city of refuge. What if you don't? What if it takes too long to go? The halacha is the family, close family members of the murdered person is allowed to kill you. Okay, they actually have a mitzvah. The guy them. They redeem. They redeem the person's blood. If you're in the city, it's kind of like capture. Uh, not capture the flag. Tap tap tap. I don't know. The, the game's the tap tap trio, right? You're like if you touch onto a certain base, it's like home base or something. Right, so the city of refuge is like a home base. Yeah, they're allowed to kill you, but if you're if you're in the city, then uh, time out. Yeah, you, you're not allowed to get me now. Okay, huh? Floor is hot lava. Floor is hot lava. Oh, here we go. Beautiful. So what this means is, if you have the city of refuge, you have the other mishpatim. If you don't have the city of refuge, like a blind person, you don't have the other mishpatim. Tani another bride. Rabbi Yudah says, "Suma in says Suma has no embarrassment. In other words, doesn't have to pay for embarrassing." From all the mitzvahs said in the Torah. It means according to Rabbi Yehuda, get ready for this. Any blind person that does a mitzvah, you're doing it. Like somebody who is not commanded. Like women do mitzvahs. They'll come here, shaifer. They're not commanded to. They get schar, but they're not commanded to. Now listen to this. Amar of Shishra, Brother of Edi. My time to Yehuda, Amar Kro. Listen to the story. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef was blind. Rabbi Yosef says, originally, when I heard Rabbi Yehuda say, I don't need to keep mitzvahs, I thought, whoever passed make a party for the Rabbanan. Oh boy, oh boy, that was so exciting for me. You know why? I can't sin, really. Can't sin. Wow. Gewalt. My timer. Why? I'm not commanded. 
The Kavdina Mitzvah said, do it anyway. Isn't that beautiful? Only reward, no risk. But then I heard another teaching of Rabbi Chanin, the Rabbi Chanin says, Greater when you're commanded than when you're not commanded. Why? When you're commanded, you don't want to do it. <laughs> Somebody says, do something, you're like, nope, I ain't going to do it. I do it myself, do it. So it's greater to be commanded. You get more schar when you're doing it as an obligation. Man Amrli Ainalak Rabbi told me that Allah is not like Rabbi Huda and I am obligated to mitzvah Sabdina to be Rabbana, that would make me make a party for Rabbana. My time at the Khimafkidna is the Agratve. I get more schar. You know what I love? I love a, a lot of things about this Misa. Tell you one thing that's thick, that jumped out to me uh, last night, you know, I was looking this over that just you know it, there are many, many messages, many lessons have hit me about this previously. One new thing that hit me is that there's things and times in our lives where things are gewalt, mamish incredible, and we think it's a murder and then somebody comes and flips the whole thing on its head and proves us wrong, and it's even better for us. And you know, it's like, oh, I thought, I th- like we thought we were in a good space earlier. It turns out where you thought was a good space wasn't even a good space. At least I was happy then, you know. At least I thought I was in a good space, right? There's times where it's like there are a bunch of times coming along. You think you're right, and you're happy, and you're wrong. And you could be even happier. You could be even happier. I thought I would be. Then I realized. He says, I realized that it, it's better to be a mitzvah vaisa. Better be a mitzvah vaisa. Okay. Here we go. Zok the Mishnah. Zechem about the mibashar ba shadam mishalim nezek tzari b'shevus b'ishes mishalim to me v'ladahis. There is strictness that a person has over the a damaging of a person has over the damaging of an ox that you have all these additional payments, right? That uh, damage, pain, medical bills. Loss of work, embarrassment, and also if you punch a pregnant woman in the belly and the, the fetus dies, you have to pay for the baby. If an ox damages, you only pay for damage, and you are putter from the Vladis, you do not pay for the value of the fetus. A person who hits his mother or father, and doesn't create a wound, we went through this on yesterday's daf, a person who wounds his friend on Yom Kippur, you have to make payments. Now, why would I think otherwise? Because remember, there's a chi of Misa, there's a potential chi of Misa over here. Obligation and death. So if Bezin's ever going to carry out a capital punishment, there's no financial payment. If they don't carry out, like Yom Kippur, is only a kares. If there's a kares obligation, then uh, the financial payments remain in place. Somebody wounds in Abiribi, Chayv Bakulam, you have to pay all the Nezek Tzari, Peshavas, and Baishas, Chutzman Hashavas, Bezman Shu Shalai, except for loss of work if he's your Evid. So you damage your Evid, you have to pay for damage, pain, medical bills. Embarrassment, but not loss of work, because what's his work for you? So in that way, you didn't cause him loss of work. Somebody who damages somebody else's everything. says There's no obligation of baishas embarrassment when it comes to an Important halacha. I think primarily with kids. Guess what? Says the Mishnah. It's a very important phrase. Remember this phrase. means encountering with them, you always come out on the bottom end of the deal. You always lose out. You encounter a cheresh of a cotton, you lose out. Financially and with many other things. How's the shayich? Because if you hurt a kid, you're chayiv. But if they damage somebody else, you're pot. Somebody came over to me. This happens all the time, but now it stopped. 
because I put an end to it. They realize it ain't going to work. People say, come over Shabbos morning, there's this kid running around and he broke the window. Broke the window. I'm like, okay. Let's uh, make sure kids don't break windows. That'll be a smart thing. Yeah, we got to tell the parents to pay for it. What's the answer? You can ask the parents to pay for it. They don't have to. The kids are cutting. A cutting does damage. The mice are practically speaking. There's no monetary obligation. Yeah, it's cutting. That's what it says. It's halacha la If you break the kid's thing, you have to pay. He breaks your thing. He doesn't have to ask. doesn't have to pay. And this applies to a cherish, shaita v'kotten. Vehim shechavu b'achir and b'turim. They wound somebody else. They're not obligated. However, v'yishu, what about an evad and a woman? Pigi osan ra also. In what way? Ha'chavu b'amchayiv. If you damage a woman or an evad kanani, you are responsible. Okay? You injure them, you got to pay. However, v'yim shechavu b'achir and b'turim. You hit us. If they damage somebody else, they are potter. You know why? You know why a woman and an evad are potter? Because an Eved doesn't own anything. In other words, the same thing would hold true by a poor person. Somebody's poor. He simply can't pay. So piggy us and run. You're going to come out on the, the weaker end of the stick. As I is. Okay? A woman also. If she's married, it's her husband. It's her husband. But if they ever get money, they'll have to pay. But right now, like if they say, listen, I don't have. So I don't have. It's not like you don't have the money, we lock you up. We don't have that civil system, and uh, th- that's, not the way, uh, that's not the way halacha works. Okay. Nizgarsha Isha, what happens if the woman gets divorced and she gets a ksuba payout? Or the evet gets free. Then they obligate, now they have money. They're a single woman now. She's got her own money. So now they're, they're uh, obligated to pay. Now this is interesting. What this means is like this. Look at the lumdas. If a woman damages, it's not the vart that she's putter. If the vart is she's putter, she shouldn't have to pay you later either. The vart is, there ain't nothing to pay. So now that there is something to pay, you're going to have to make it up. Because again, if she would be putter, even if she gets divorced later, why does she have to pay? So the, the, uh, the whole idea over here is, this is, one of the, this is one of the times if a guy just has no money. guy's got no money. What if somebody hits his father and mother, Vasim Khabura makes a wound. So what's that luck in the Taira? If somebody does this, Khasusham, somebody hits their parents, cause a wound, they're Chayav Misa. What happens when you're Chayav Misa? Kimlay Bidramine, you give the harsher punishment. You're not gonna have to pay Nethic Sari Bishabas or Baishan to pay the five things. If Nay Shuni did Banafsa, because you have capital punishment, and we're only going to give you the harsher one. Somebody who hurts his, somebody who strikes and hurt and wounds his own Evakanani, Putir Mikulam, also is putter from all five, putter from all five of these payments. Now, this is interesting. Usually, if a, a, a master kills his Evakanani, uh, so he's not going to be chayav in wounding. But if he just wounds his evakanani, I'm sorry. Yeah. And if you wound your own evakanani, you are, uh, you're not going to be responsible. You know why? Because if somebody else wounds your, your evakanani, somebody else were to wound your evakanani, the master gets the payments. So when the master himself wounds your evakanani, what's he going to do? Put it from his left pocket into his right pocket. So we're going to say, Patrimikul. Says the Gemara, Zok the Gemara, five lines to the bottom, and pays Ayyam and Aleph Bamine, Rabbi Lozmi Chab. Rabbi Lozmi Chab searching for information. 
from if somebody wounds the daughter of somebody else, Yankul wounds Beryl's daughter, and she is a katana. Who do you pay? Do you pay her old man? Or do you pay her? What's the shayla? Me, I mean, do we say since when it comes to shvach nurim, this when, when a a, um, a girl is a nara between the age of twelve and twelve and a half, the father has a right to remove her vows, which also gets involved and receive uh, the the kedushin money, the money for marriage. So I would say that if somebody damages her, the money, monetary compensation goes to the dad as well. My time at the Ifschami Kaspa because you just lowered her her value. So the father's taking the loss. I Maybe the Torah only gave her the Shvachnurim, the, the money of marriage. Maybe that's that the Torah gives. Why? Because we know that if the, if the father wants to marry her off to a Mukashchin means a guy covered in boils. It means have her married down. If the father wants to have her married down, somebody who's really not not uh, fitting for her, Moti um, Masar. He still uh, can marry her off. He could if he wants. When it comes to payments, is a father allowed to beat up his daughter? You let her hurt your, your child? No. So obviously, right? I hope this is this is obvious, right? You can't, you can't hurt your kid. Um, a father's allowed to marry off his daughter. Whatever you want. You can't just wound your kid. You can't just wound your daughter. So the Torah never gave him rights in that way. The Torah never gave him rights to to uh, to payments. So maybe there's a difference. Maybe the Torah only gives rights to the father for marriage money, but doesn't give rights to the father for for wounding money. And who are you going to pay? You'll pay her. Top of Amud Beis says the Gemara. Amar Lei says back to him. Says Rav. If a girl gets damaged, the money goes to her. By marriage, it goes to the father. But damage, it goes to her. That's a challenging question. But you don't need to pay for loss of work if it's your own Evid, because the Evid's working, uh, working for you. Now, it's interesting. You have a master, damages his own Evid. Why doesn't he pay? Because it's putting from one pocket into the other. Yeah? Um, the, the loss of work. He doesn't, you pay for other things, but you don't pay for loss of work because then it's like putting one pocket into the other. So the same thing should hold true for at least the loss of work. I'll tell you why. Because parents can ask the, the girl to help out around the house yeah, and uh, work for the family. So even though the, we said if, you, if you're going to make a payment uh, on wounding a minor girl, it's going to go to her, but at least the loss of work payment should go to the father. He says, you're right. You're right. The other payments go to her, but the loss of work will go to the father. Okay, it's another challenging question. Somebody who hurts his adult son, wounds him, damages him. You got to pay your son, you got to pay him right away. Okay, now we know that rights to marriage is uh, a father has over a daughter. He has no rights to marriage over over a son. So by a son, there's not even a shiloh. There's no... There's no there's no conversation that the Gemara is willing to have about whether or not you got to pay your kid. That's why it says you got to pay right away. Right away means there's no there's no conversation here. Okay, What if you wound your child who's a katan? Yasalai segula. You got to pay him. Segula over here means you establish a trust. You don't give him the money because the kid doesn't know how to handle the money. The kid's going to go and buy a bunch of mechanics with the money. 
and Snapples and Slurpees. So you, 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 but you have to set aside a, a trust for the child because it's his money. The person who wounds his daughter is a katana potter. You see from here a father gets the payments for his daughter's, uh, for his daughter's wound. So the says, no, the only payments you get is loss of work. It doesn't mean all the payments, just loss of work. But the other payments will actually go to her. So the Gemara is, we're walking away from this Gemara, learning like this. If a father, chas v'shalom, wounds his daughter, who is a katana, the halacha is, um, uh, he makes, uh, I'm sorry, somebody wounds somebody, if, if somebody wounds this father's daughter, who's a katana, all the payments go to her, the damage, the pain, the medical bills, all those things is going to her. The loss of work, though, is going to go to the father. Says the Gemara, If somebody hurts his adult son, what does it mean you pay him right away? That's a contradiction. Somebody hurts somebody else's kid. If they're adults, you give them payment right away. Again, what's right away? There's no conversation about this. You certainly need to make payment. Ketanim... What about if you hurt somebody else's kid who's a cotton? Nasi lashes good. You establish a trust fund. If it's your own kids, you're putter. Now, this is interesting. What do we learn about if it's your own kids? You're chayev to establish a trust. Now we're learning that if it's somebody else's kid, you have to establish a trust. Not if it's your own kid. If, say, if it's your own kid, you've got to be putter. So, which one is it? Answers the Gemara. Amri, they said, like Kasha, there's no question. Kan kisha smuchim ashulchanai. Kan kisha ain smuchim al shulchanai. If you have kids that are still living off of your uh, income, then you don't need to pay them for wounding them. Not that you didn't do an Avera, but you're already making payments. See, this is interesting. In today's society, we're really mechoyev to raise our kids until the point where society expects them to be out on their own. Okay? And that, that fluctuates. That, you know, uh, nowadays, we'll say it's up until the time somebody maybe graduates college, you know, and uh, just... Not that long ago, it was kids were 15, 16 years old, they went out to work. Means if a parent's supporting a kid, so now I'm taking care of all your bills. You're 16 years old, and uh, I don't really have to be taking care of all your bills. So if you're, if you're on my table, I don't need to pay you for these things. I'm, I'm, I'm overcompensating already with all the money I'm spending on you. But if they're not, the kid's making his own money and taking care of himself, then of course you've got to pay him. Just like, uh, just like uh, any other yid. And this, again, like we said before, this is an important message to the parents. Our children are yidin too. They're not only our kids, they're yidin. So the same way we have mitzvah chesed for yidin, we have mitzvah chesed with our children. So you take care of yid, you take care of your child. The same way you, you, you give staka to a yid, you give staka to your child. Your children need things. The same way there's, an, there's a transgression to say hurtful words to other yid, there's a transgression to say hurtful words to your children. Same way there's a mitzvah to say encouraging words on the ism, is to say encouraging words to our children. Same thing. I've never seen a halacha that says children aren't yidin. You know, your kids aren't yidin. Like, don't say hurtful words unless it's your kid. People think they can play around with kids. It's not poshit. Their Mishnah said, Pigiyosan Ra. Pigiyosan Ra means we need to be more careful with children. And we even need to be with adults because by children, we're at a disadvantage. If we hurt them, we're responsible. They hurt us, they're not responsible. Right? Piggy Yosun Ra. Says the Gemara, 
What have we already established? That when do you have to pay a child when he's not he's not dependent on his father's table. But if others wound her, they're obligated to give it to her father. So to her, the one who damaged her should have to pay her to buy mezayne because she needs food. Even though we said that a master could say to his servant, listen, you work for me, but I'm not feeding you. There's a machlekes about this. What sort of responsibilities a master could put on his, his uh, what sort of responsibilities a master could put on his evad? Okay? Um, so... Hanimili, these words are beevek kanani. Tamar leil say to him, Avod avid to kuli yama. You work for me the whole day. Lord tazil shchar veechel at night. You go eat and and uh, and relax. Avod avid river. It comes to the river. The chesiv kitayvla imach. And every river you got to treat a mamish kitayvla. Mamish like it's good for you. Imcha b'maychal imcha b'mishta. With you means mamish like a member of your household. Lai. So the master cannot say to him, Listen, you work for me, but I'm not gonna. You know, give you proper food. Obviously not. Now, if you can't do that for your Ebed, you certainly cannot do that for your own daughter. We're talking about extra income. Extra income. Okay? So you have a girl who earns more than it takes to support her. A young, a young lady who earns more than it takes to, to uh, support her. Okay? So in this case as well, we'll say Brisa is referring to a case of a 10-year-old girl who has, who has uh, extra income. So she's going to take the amount that, uh, and she earns the amount that it takes to support her. And the extra amounts, that's what could go to the family. That's what could go to the father. How we established the second Brisa. We said we're dealing with children that are children are dependent on the father's table. So again, if, the, if a father damages a child, wounds a child, then if they're he doesn't need to pay them. But if they're your adult kids, you got to pay them right away. If they're minors, you give them a trust fund. Why are you establishing a trust fund for the kid? Again, we said that if you damage somebody else's minor child, you establish a trust fund. Says why? Give it to their father. You know why you should give it to their father? Because they're if the father's supporting them, why can't the father say, listen, you damaged my kid. You got to pay up. I'll say, okay, I'll pay your kid. I'm not paying you. He's like, listen, I support my kid. So give me the money. The same way I can do it for myself, but I can do it for somebody else. I mean, they said, when does a father mind the sheves, the loss of work not being given to him? By something that causes him a financial loss. Somebody wants to give something to your child that doesn't cause you any loss of work. Parents are fine with their children having that and having their own trust fund for that. But if it's something that's going to cost me more money, then we're then it's not so posh. You know, maybe the, the parents uh, expect that to come in. Says Gemara, if a child finds a lost object, an eight-year-old kid finds a lost object, it comes from the outside of the and if the kid's eating at the father's table, the father's going to want the value of the item uh, that was found. The Gemara Bamatsiya Paskins that if you have a small kid that brings home a lost object that they found and there's no sign on it, it's allowed to be kept. So the, the father is uh, is allowed to keep it for Shalom Bayas, it says. Yeah, there shouldn't be any ill will in the family. The father, I'm taking care of you, I'm taking care of you, I'm taking care of you. And there's nothing that comes back. But the Misa comes from the outside. So they said, Amri, Rav Chakasi Le Ba'alma, 
that that is something that a uh, rebach that came from the outside, there's no physical pain, so kapid, the father is, the, the, the father is makbid on, and he wants it. When it comes to injury, there was physical pain to the child, when it comes to them, like kapid, the father says, listen, my kid got hurt, my kid got hurt, and it's coming from the outside, it's not causing me a loss, I'm happy for my, for my child to uh, to have that, I have a the But over there, there's tzara de gufa. There's physical pain. In the case of a minor girl, there is akpada. The katani we learned. If other people damage her, you got to give it to a father. Amri, they said last step for today for for daf hasam over there. The gavra kafadna who there we're dealing with somebody who's a gavra kafadna. He's a, a, a father who's makpid on things. He's uh, sometimes you have people they're more. Uh, it's kumir more to them. It's kumir. They, they 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 expect more. There's some people they have grudge. They have grudges. The the ain't smuchin ashulchanei because kids are not saymich ashulchanei. So this type of father, they mind that the, their kid takes something even if it comes from uh, from a wound or from a mitzia. But here in the second b'risa, where we say to establish a trust fund, but then with the father, he's not makbed on, on all the finances over here. The father only minds when, when's he makbed that he gets the money, but when it's going to cause him a loss. But something that comes from the outside, most people are not grudging people, and uh, you know if their if their kid makes money on the outside, they're they're totally fine with their child keeping it. Okay, we'll hold it here. Bezham will pick up tomorrow with uh, my segula. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, Trevor.